Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Mastermind Strength and Conditioning Podcast. On today's show, we have Jenna Reddy of Wake Forest joining us today. Jenna will be discussing with us how she gets administration to see the value of strength and conditioning. This episode will be a continuation of our series looking at how coaches can get administration to see the value that we provide. Jenna is in a unique situation at Wake being just with women's basketball and brings a lot of value on how she personally handles this in her own unique situation. It was a great episode and I actually took a lot of information out of it and personally told her how I was stealing one of her ideas to use for myself here at North Carolina A&T. Let's get today's show started. Coach Reddy, thank you for being on the show today, joining us on Mastermind Strength and Conditioning Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Devin. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I uh, appreciate you uh, replying to an out-of-the-nowhere cold email asking to be on the show. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you so much for asking me. I'm uh, very honored to be on your show. Awesome. Do you mind uh, for the listeners just kind of giving that quick uh, elevator pitch of uh, where you're at and currently how you got into the profession? Um, Right now, I'm currently at Wake Forest University as the Director of Sports Performance for Women's Basketball. Uh, Previously, uh, I was most recently at Winthrop University as Associate Head Strength and Conditioning Coach, working with about seven teams, um, anything from women's basketball, women's lacrosse, to men's golf, women's tennis, uh, cross-country, men's soccer, and helping out uh, with all the other sports as well, since there's only about three of us. Uh, Before that, I got my master's at Lenore Ryan University in exercise and sports science um, and previously and started kind of my journey and career at Queens University of Charlotte, where I also graduated with a degree in exercise and sports science and also played on the women's lacrosse team. Awesome. Got a lot of experience. Seven teams reminds me of my years at GA when I had nine. I was just like, how do I handle all these teams? Yeah, definitely been there as a GA as well. Lenore Ryan, especially smaller Division two schools and, and even mid-major Division ones. It's typically the role as a strength coach in, in those type of departments. Yeah, I think it definitely just like it helps you build character. It helps you learn how to coach real fast and no better way than just get thrown into the fire right away. Absolutely, definitely. More, more hours on the floor uh, as a young coach definitely, I think, shaped me and, and helped me kind of move along my path a little quicker. Awesome. So we're continuing our second series of the show, and the topic is kind of focusing around uh, getting um, athletic administration to see the value in strength and conditioning. So to get this conversation started off, kind of just give us currently where you're at at Wake uh, Forest, explaining your current relationship with your um, athletic administration. Right now at Wake, I'd say um, one thing I've learned is that at each university I've been at, the role and relationship I have with upper administration has been very different. Um, just because the way the department is structured or the resources the department has, the size of the department. Uh, right now where I'm at, a lot of the things I kind of deal with on a day-to-day basement is uh, with my team and, and coaching staff. Um, we uh, we recently just hired a um, assistant uh, athletic director for sports performance. So I think that will change up a little bit on how much my relationship is and uh, the other sports performance staff's relationship is with upper administration. So I think from, um, you know, after this conversation, things may change in you know next year or so. But um, from previous experience in, in last year, a lot of my um, interactions with upper administration comes from performance team meetings and sports performance team um, meetings we'd have about 
you know, once a month, I'd say or so, where we'd have an administrator there and we could kind of discuss um, situations or problems or, um, you know, different different situations that's came up in our particular areas of sports performance. Um, but right now, I'd say, you know, a lot of the ways I can get admin to see my value is is through the peers and people I work with on a day-to-day basis. Um, just because, like I was saying earlier, that it's a little more red tape around here on on the different things you can become involved in other than my direct responsibilities with the women's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Awesome. You said uh, you currently had like the once a meeting teams. Do you feel like that was something that was like a good stepping stone, but possibly was kind of like, I don't want to say a reason that things maybe couldn't have got done better. Do you think it was just enough time seeing that administration in that once a month period? Um, with the way things are structured here, just because we, we do have a very large department, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we're all being, being on basketball specifically, our schedules are super conflicting with many of the other sport teams and sports performance coaches in our department. So sometimes it would be more difficult to have more routine meetings. Um, but like I said, I think the, the most important thing that I did to build relationships with our admin was making sure I'm doing a great job at, at what I was brought here for. And and make sure that the, the people that are with me day to day, whether it be sports medicine staff, physical ther- uh, therapy staff, and my particular uh, coaching staff, that they that they are going to advocate for me, and, and you know kind of vouch for me on on the work I'm doing and the impact I'm having. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more importantly, I think you know my student athletes. I, I really think that in this particular position, they can advocate for me and and kind of vouch for the work that I've done and relationships that I've built for them that has positively impact the team to help build those relationships with the admin um, in, in the past. No, I, I think that's awesome. It kind of it reminds me of uh, word of mouth marketing, basically the best restaurants, the ones that are always busy are usually the ones people are talking about the most. So it, it makes perfect sense to me that like doing your job, being the best you can, being there for your athletes, people are going to know who you are and what you do and how much value you bring just from that word of mouth of always being talked about. I think that's an awesome concept that I think sometimes gets lost a little bit in our field that like just doing your job, advocating for your athletes is going to pay more dividends than trying to maybe always been in those top meetings to where we feel like we might get ahead more in the profession. Absolutely. I I think it's really important to kind of, you know, see how your individual position and role is at a university and then figure out ways on on how you can be valued and, and what's really important to that particular staff you're on or department you're in. One thing I want to ask on this kind of like um, peer review or say word of mouth marketing on getting yourself um, re- not recognized, but again, just making sure people know exactly what you're doing, the value you bring. Have you find it to be easier being in the one sport only position you're in now or previously when you had multiple sports? Is it better to kind of have that one team you're building that relationship with or having like the multiple athletes that you're seeing maybe 100 on a given day? That's a great, great question. And you know, I, I get asked it a lot, especially from different coaches I've worked with in the past and student athletes when they ask me how things are going. And I think my answer is always, um, you know, it just depends. There's a, there's a lot of things that I really miss being in an apartment where, where I'm working with multiple teams and being kind of get hands on with uh, multiple athletes and building relationships with athletes. And then there's a lot of things that um, I, I recognize here that I'm super fortunate to do and have the availability and time to do. Which is gonna, which has allowed me to make even a greater impact on one specific team. Um, I do think 
you know, my role here is a lot more specific compared to other universities I've been at. You know, I, I know I was brought here um, to serve the women's basketball student athletes and the um, basketball uh, staff. So I kind of have different expectations than I have in the past at universities where I'm working with seven teams where I may have a little more to do with administration because I'm just working with more coaches, more assistant coaches and mm-hmm. come, you know, comes along with that is a lot of other responsibilities outside of pro- of just training the kids in the weight room. Um, whether that's, you know, proposing a weight room renovation or, you know, talking to head coaches about how we're going to do scheduling because we have multiple teams with one weight room. Um, you know, and just kind of different type of resources at one university compared to this one where, you know, we, we have a, a spot for basketball, uh, sports performance to be at, and, um, it's actually a different weight room and facility than the other, uh, Olympic sports performance weight room and football. So, um, it's just different responsibilities and it's just more specific, my role mm-hmm. here. That's awesome, though. From the other schools you've been with, though, how have those experiences or at those exper- uh, other schools, did you kind of navigate that gap between administration and strength and conditioning, whether it was proposing a new weight room or maybe creating another position or bringing on something else? How is, in those other schools, how that kind of gap get merged in your point of view? I'd say the biggest thing that I learned is, you know, when when I'm myself and, and authentically myself and build relationships with all the different coaches and admin that um, I interact with is that they can see that. And when they know my genuine intentions is to serve the athletes and to make them better, which will in turn make the university a better, a better place. Um, I think that just kind of shines through me. And, and, and to be honest, I think my, the, the skill I have in building relationships is um, has really helped me gain trust and respect in the administration and also, um, you know, just just showing the importance of serving student athletes because I think we have a really awesome role in an athletic department because you know we're not necessarily you know, deciding which kids are playing or starting and and having the wins and losses necessarily. So we can really make sure that we're um, intentionally serving the student athletes and trying to make them the best um, athlete and and leader even after college. So I think that we have a really unique role in, in being able to kind of show our authenticity to the administration. No, that's awesome. I was actually just having the same conversation with a group of my interns today about how fortunate strength and conditioning coaches are in our role of building that relationship with the athletes that I always say my sports coaches, my head coaches, even the volunteer coaches, they'll just they'll never have that same exact one with the athletes because we don't dictate playing time. They're not worried about, oh, if I tell Coach Devin something, he's then going to not play me this game or short minutes. So it's definitely an awesome relationship that um, we're able to create with the athletes. And I love how you keep bringing up those serving the athletes. I think personally in my young time in the field, though, kind of go through these peaks and valleys of – trying to do what's best for my department and trying to help me advance my career. But at the end of the day, it always comes back to like, if you're doing the best job for your student athletes and being their advocate, you'll always put yourself in the best position to succeed in the profession. Yeah. And I think um, you just made me think of another good point on kind of the difference between my role here and, and how I gain value through administration compared to different universities I've been at. And I keep referring back to Winthrop, but mm-hmm. you no, know, when I have over almost a hundred student athletes there, I can show my value in many different ways through many different athletes because, you know, I have a more hands-on 
and, and kind of reaching a much bigger audience than I am here where I'm with 15 girls where, you know, sometimes it might be a little more difficult to get my value out there or show a different impact or different ways I can impact the department as a whole. So, um, you know, I definitely think going back to the big difference and, and what I've enjoyed more is I'd say the one side of it that I did enjoy more being in a bigger department with many teams is being able to touch more athletes in a positive way, um, which is then definitely creates more value. And I think that's another thing we have over sport coaches is that, you know, they can show their value through maybe just their team and just their athletes where we can show value through many teams and, and even build relationships with many coaches and many administrations. So I think it's super special. Yeah, we definitely touch more people, I feel like, throughout the day, just being in contact with them. That's like today, a couple of days ago, we had a couple of girls on the basketball team lifting early, was in there, and they're like, hey, Coach Seven, how are we doing? I'm like, great, how are we doing? I'm like, sadly, I was like, I don't even know who you are. But like, again, it's that slight interaction of being in the weight room, just saying hi, how's it going, just helping them out, spot or clean up weights if they need to be just when you're hanging out in there. It's it's definitely special in the weight room. One thing I kind of want to move to, you talked about you guys are getting a, um assistant director for your sports performance position. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we just actually hired uh, Murphy Grant coming from Kansas. Um, so we're, we're really excited to have him join us. Awesome. I kind of want to spin a question a little bit differently than I've asked previously is how with having this new position, do you feel it's going to better advocate for your sports performance? And how do you feel like it'll help you communicate to those upper echelons having this kind of liaison for just sports performance? Um, I think right now the biggest positive, uh, the most positive thing that I've already seen is it's just someone to communicate the language of us and what we need as sports performance professionals, whether it's sports medicine or strength and conditioning or physical therapy. Um, it's someone with a background in a lot of our uh, areas that can help communicate with for us and kind of be that advocate and voice for us that sometimes gets lost when um, like I said, we're we're all kind of in different areas day to day at Wake because we have um, what three three four facilities. So it's just that person that can always be that voice and also communicate our language and um, the things that we need and he understands we need. That sometimes upper administration that might not be as familiar with sports performance and sports medicine. Um, might not understand or, or get right away. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just really that person that's going to be able to bridge um, the things that the things that we go through and situations we come across to the upper administration and show the value and impact we have day to day that sometimes is not always seen. No, I, I agree with you 100%. That's awesome having, again, someone that speaks the language and strength and conditioning, you know, as well as everyone else, the multiple hats we wear, the different things. You're the strength coach, you're the sports scientist, you're trying to better equip your facility to service the athletes, but some coaches might understand why you need this $3,000 piece of equipment and you not only need one, you need five of them. So I think that's awesome having someone that speaks the language, understands exactly what we do to be that advocate person for you. Absolutely. And another thing, too, is I think that, you know, without someone being able to communicate what our day to day look like and the things that we can uh, positively impact or impact in general um, and someone that understands that and, and knows that can, can, can help us communicate it. Because sometimes if you're looking at it from afar and, you know, say there's a team that has had multiple injuries and they you know, look at it, look, trying to look at and figure out the problem or what's going on. A lot of times they can look at strength coaches and say, oh, you know, what are they doing? 
when, as we know, there's a lot else that goes on than the three to four hours we have with them during a week that we're going to be able to, you know, have a, have an impact, a positive or negative impact that is. So I think it's someone that's just going to be able to kind of, you know, even have our back. And that's something uh, Murphy has said a lot is that he's going to be able to have our back on things and, and help um, kind of communicate our message throughout the department. No, that, that's awesome. I know um, injuries, things come up. It's always kind of the point finger game or try to figure out where the issue is. Again, like you just mentioned, it could be it could be finals, it could be stress. Some of your athletes, maybe, if it's a certain one, maybe going through a family or relationship issue that's just causing so much stress that 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 practice or game something happens. So that's awesome having someone to advocate for you. As a, we kind of continue a little bit. Is there anything outside of your role as strength and conditioning? I know you're kind of a little bit different in being just with one sport only, but like besides your job, building the relationships, working well with your coaches and support staff with the basketball over there, what is one of the biggest values you feel like you bring to the athletics as a whole or even the athletic administration over there? I would say currently the way I've built the relationship with the student athletes and, and also um, the sport, the, the coaching staff I'm with now and the way I've kind of kept true to myself and the things I've believed in and the things I know will make the athletes better, but also being able to collaborate and communicate with the entire department. Um, we're so fortunate here that we have a sports psychologist and sport dietitian um, and all these people we kind of refer to as our performance staff that mm -hmm. all touch women's basketball outside of um, just the basketball specific staff. So one thing that I feel like I've I've brought that maybe wasn't here in the past is, is being able to bring us all together and create this performance team for women's basketball or and have us all communicate. And I kind of formed a basketball performance meeting monthly, which is just the people like myself and strength conditioning, sport dietitian, our sport dietitian, sports psychologist, and even our sport admin um, comes in every once in a while as well to just kind of hear what's going on. And it's a way for us to organize and also come together as a unit because we're doing a lot of similar things. You know, what, what I'm doing in the weight room, our sport dietitian needs to know and understand what our schedule's like and, and how many hours we're working out in a day to understand and educate these girls on, on what their, you know, what, what their performance fueling wise needs to look like. So when we come together and, and create this unit and we're communicating, um, as frequently as we are, it just gives a better product to the girls and, and it, and it utilizes all these amazing resources we have. A lot of times I think, you know, we have these resources or not us specifically, but universities have these uh, resources. And then there's sometimes these gaps where, you know, no one's on the same page. And I think a big thing that I'm trying to bring is getting us all on the same page and communicating everything that's going on, because we really all can have an impact within um, each individual area of ourselves. That's awesome. And for these meetings, is everyone housed in the same um, facility? Or are you guys kind of spread right. out through the athletics bar? Is everyone kind of in the basketball? So it's actually, it's, this has been a moving, it's been moving parts lately a lot for sure. Right now we're all almost in the same facility um, other than our sports psychologists. But in the past, that was, that has been a big issue actually that, that you said that it's a really good point for me to bring up is that in the past we all were in different facilities, which 
I think could have been the problem sometimes on the way we were communicating because we just lacked that face-to-face communication as often as we do now being in um, the same location. It's just easier to pop our head in and say, um, you know, maybe something went on with a particular student athlete that I want the sport dietitian to know, or um, I could tell her when we're changing something or when a tough day of training may be. It's just, it's really made it a lot easier because a lot of time that face-to-face communication is super important because it just makes it easier to get all the little things across that, you know, you may not, not feel like you need to put in an email or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I think the face-to-face communication is definitely a, in today's time, a lacking form of communication. It's so much easier to send a text or an email, but that face-to-face, I think more things get brought up. You can actually kind of see where someone's true intentions might be or motives for doing something, though. It's definitely awesome, and I was just curious because I know here we're kind of spread all over. Like my baseball field's just down the road, but it's far enough just that – Oh, it's easier just to text my head coach like, hey, we got practice at this or, hey, we need to change this versus actually going down, sitting down, having those meetings. But I think that's awesome how you guys are kind of bringing a little bit more of that. Um, can I kind of say like a little bit of a high performance model, but within like a micro dose just to the women's basketball? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to say that's actually a great way to put it. And we have such an amazing department here, even with all the sports performance coaches across across the um, university and being in the same facility we just moved into the same facility with um, Olympic the Olympic strength staff and the football strength staff so already we've seen like a huge just burst of um, communication and interactions with each other that's that's already started to benefit the entire department and you know a lot of the things that I do with women's basketball could maybe possibly impact, you know, women's tennis team. And and by me talking to the women's tennis strength coach, I may pick up some things or even just to talk through him through some things with him that, you know, different situations and problems we may come across. It's just always great to have conversations um, and genuine conversation that can help everyone. That's awesome. I got one selfish question is how did you get these meetings started? Was it just kind of like, Hey, I think we should all meet once a month and get going. Or was it kind of, how to get going? Because I think this is a great idea and something I might actually be trying to steal for my baseball team here. Yeah. So, um, you know, originally I, I, I was new. I came in this uh, during season in November was when I got hired on last year. So a little bit selfishly, you know, I started to catch up on what's going on. I, I got in here and as I'm sure, you know, basketball season is wild. I mean, we're traveling two times a week. And I just really need to get my, my feet on the ground and understand what's going on and also figure out all these amazing resources that we have here that I might have not had in the past. Mm-hmm. So um, I just started getting every I decided to get everyone together to have a meeting about just going into the spring. Once season ended, it actually took me almost that long to do because I just wanted to get everything straight and figure out a system and structure of our individual roles and responsibilities and and how we can intertwine them and kind of make a system. So that's kind of how it started. And then we all had such great um, takeaways from the meeting and and different plans that we came up with that then we just decided to make it a, you know, biweekly thing. Sometimes it's only in the summer we had it maybe once a month just because um, whether it was some of us were on vacation or we didn't have athletes around. So it kind of started as just a pre-planning period and also to figure out how we can all kind of come together and organize the best product to give and serve the student athletes. 
No, that's awesome. It's definitely, uh, after you mentioned that, it's something I'm trying to think sitting here like, ooh, bringing our nutrition in that we just hired, bringing in our sports medicine just because it feels like we're together, but we're we're so separate at the same time. So definitely trying to, something I'm definitely going to be using. So I'm going to let you know right now I'm stealing that idea from you. Awesome. I'm glad, <laughs> glad I could help. And another thing which is pretty, pretty interesting, and I, I think it, it was really cool, I ended up including our – um, our academic, our uh, sports um, academic advisor as well, um, okay. and who who oversees our girls, and it was because you know, hey, we need we need to talk to uh, uh, Brooks, her name, and she's amazing, and was such a great addition to kind of this higher per- higher performance uh, staff meetings we have, and you know, I was like, I have, I got to talk to Brooke to see what time she thinks lift will be best because she knows their schedule and class schedules, and you know, if I'm going to put lift at 7 a.m. and half the team have 8 a.m. classes or 8 a.m. tutoring, then they're not going to have time to get something to eat and they're going to be rushed. And so we also need our sport dietitian at this meeting because then she can tell us, oh, you know, the fueling station might not be open. So instead of having all these different communications separately, to me, it was like, you know, we can knock out all these different problems and scheduling problems and by just all meeting and all talking because then once we start once we started these meetings all these conversations started that we didn't even think we needed to have and mm-hmm. and we're we're trying to figure out better ways to do our individual jobs just by talking to everyone and kind of hearing their point of view and perspective no that's awesome and actually i just circled and highlight academics it's something i've never thought of even bringing in meetings i just kind of know they're there they get the kids schedules but i think bringing them in because that's one of our biggest issues with baseball right now having only one facility is getting them all in at the same time and a lot of them are engineers or transfers we have this year so i'm actually before we were on this podcast i had just a random kid text me hey i have an individual at three can i come in i was like can you be here in 10 minutes for 12 he was like sure and Instead of having the team together, like I like it, I'm doing half the day personal training and then doing a team at night. And as you know, multiple hours on the floor just gets exhausting after a while. Yes, definitely definitely experience very similar situations. Awesome. Well, Coach, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I I mean, I know I personally from this episode got a lot out of it and hopefully our listeners were too. Again, I just want to thank you for coming on and uh, hopefully we'll be reaching out soon to hopefully get you on another one. Absolutely. And thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me and, and reaching out to begin with. Awesome. Coach, have a good one. Enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Again, I want to say thank you to Coach Reddy for coming on the show today. It was a great conversation and I personally took some advice from her. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us. Leave us a review if you're on iTunes. And until next week, thanks for listening to another episode of Mastermind Strength and Conditioning Podcast.